Hello and welcome to It's Time for Affordable Housing. I'm your favorite host, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, founder of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, owner of the Apartment Lady LLC and partner in For the Children's Academy Foundation. So welcome to listening to the second episode of the fourth season of It's Time for Affordable Housing. You guys, I know I usually get all of my information from Cora, but I'm going to do something a little bit different now because I also uh, started doing the apartment lady renting tips or the apartment lady tips live on Facebook. So now I'm live on Facebook and recording my podcast at the same time. So I'm not going to get the content from Cora. I have um, a tip that I want to talk about because it prevents people from getting apartments. I mean, you, and so before I get started, I always start my podcast out with a prayer. So here we are, dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, wisdom, in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the souls that's under the sound of my voice, even up into this very second. Father, you said that I put my plans before you. You would establish them. He said, if I seek you first, your kingdom and your righteousness, that all these plans will be added on to me. I plan on giving out valuable information. I plan on meeting the listeners where they are. Father, I'm always asking for apartments in the name of Jesus. This is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so let's get started. So the topic today is... The topic today, you know what, you guys, I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and that's going to be on my podcast, too. Mm, do Not Disturb. There we go. Now, my phone is on Do Not Disturb. Okay, so our topic today uh, is something that I... Uh, experience all the time or tenants experience all the time even when I'm getting an apartment you know when I'm getting an apartment for someone they still end up saying something to the landlords that prevent them from getting the apartment and so that topic is what not to say to a potential landlord let me tell you guys you could your credit could be 100% you could not have any evictions um, no bankruptcies. Your and, and your income could be okay, but there are still some things you can say to a landlord that will prevent them from wanting to rent to you. So think about people that do have credit issues or evictions or uh, bankruptcies, or the income is not one hundred percent. They can say something to the landlord that would prevent them from getting an apartment. Let me tell you guys something. I've been doing eviction prevention for since 2014. And I get apartments for people that's in the middle of an eviction. Okay? Good apartments in decent areas. And I do it all over the United States. Right? Because there are some things that I say to the landlords that they're willing to give that person a chance. However, there are some things that the tenant can say, even if I have uh, an apartment signed, sealed, and delivered. There are some things a tenant can do and say 
that will prevent the landlord from giving them an apartment. Now, you know, with Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we have what's called network landlords. And our network landlords will allow us to rent to whoever we want to rent to. But there's people that they turn down because of the things that they say. So the first, the first thing you never, ever, ever say to a landlord when you're trying to get an apartment is my, my, my previous landlord was horrible. Oh my gosh. They don't get me wrong. There are some times where the previous landlord was horrible. There are some slumlords out there, especially in impoverished neighborhoods, because impoverished neighborhoods, these landlords, they go in there, they don't take care of the property. They think that the neighborhood is slum, so they treat the people like slum, and then they rent to people who has their backs up against the wall for two, $300 more than what the rent is really worth, right? And people get stuck in the, in, in the cycle Whereas once you get an eviction or conviction or bad credit or your job situation is not stable, you get into a cycle where you're renting from slumlords, okay? I get it, I get it. However, you cannot go to the next potential landlord and tell them the, the, the previous landlord was a slumlord. Think about school groups or you know you may be in a club or something or you know the affiliations that you have you're not going to let them come and talk about you're not going to let a stranger come and talk about the affiliation that you have right so landlords there they have their own un un uh, i'm going to say unspoken affiliation all the landlords have their own unspoken affiliation. So one, the problem with talking about another landlord to a potential landlord, the first problem is the, the landlord, he's going to instinctively take up for that previous landlord. No one is perfect. Anybody could be a landlord. You could be a landlord. So let's say you rented, you have a property and you're gonna rent out to someone. And when you decide to show that property or give that person the apartment, they come in and tell you that previous landlord was horrible. They didn't fix things one time. Um, they had roaches, rats. I mean, once they start ragging on that other landlord and you know, like, wait a minute. Now you're the landlord, put yourself in that predicament. You're the landlord. You're like, wait a minute. So this person's gonna be complaining if I don't fix things on time. This person is gonna be complaining. That's, you're not gonna get that apartment. As soon as you go in talking about the next landlord, you're not gonna get that apartment as a landlord. So now you're the potential landlord. Would you wanna rent to someone who come in bashing the last landlord when, and then they're saying things like, oh, they didn't fix the apartment in enough time. And you're like, wait a minute. So that means if I don't come or come running when you want me to, then you're not going to give, you know, then you're going to give me the same bad review. They're not going to rent to you if you come in talking about the previous landlord. The second problem with coming in to a potential landlord and talking about the previous landlord is 
if that potential landlord is a slumlord right away, they're thinking of ways to take advantage of you. Now, you've already told them that you just came from a place that's less than par. And when you say par, I mean standard, less than standard, uh, probably uninhabitable. So you're, they're like, you just setting yourself up for ways for them to take advantage of you, right? Don't go into an apartment, uh, go uh, an apartment viewing, or don't talk to the potential landlord about the next land, the last, the last landlord. That's a automatic. You're not getting done apartment. Okay. That's the first thing. And I see people doing it all the time. And even my network landlords will not rent to my clients. If, and my network landlords give me apartments for anyone, I can put anyone into the apartments with my network landlords, but they will not rent if my client come in talking about the previous landlord. You may have had a previous landlord. You may have had problems with a previous landlord. Keep it to yourself. The third problem with talking about a previous landlord to a potential landlord is that's a spiritual problem. Now you're repeating the cycle. You're saying what you want to happen or expecting to happen and you're speaking it into the air, right? That's the first tip. The next thing is people, when you go to see an apartment, don't bring all your friends. Don't bring all your friends to see an apartment. That's not, you're going into a contract. You're trying to get a place to stay. If they're not paying your bills, they shouldn't be there. Oh my gosh. I have people uh, going, I, I set the appointments up and they come to see the apartment. They have all their friends, all their friends' kids. And now the landlord automatically is thinking that all of these people are going to be staying in the unit. Nobody is supposed to go and see that apartment with you, but the people that's going to be on your lease, even if it's your boyfriend or your girlfriend, if their name is not going on the lease, they should not go to your apartment viewing. Okay. The third tip, when you go to see an apartment, you guys, present yourself like you're going to a job interview because technically it is a job interview. You're going to try and get into a contract. Present yourself like you're going to a job interview. I'm not saying you got to put on a suit because I don't want you to be phony, you know, because I don't want... I'll tell you about the problems with being phony. I don't want you to be phony, but be clean. Comb your hair. Have on clean clothes. Don't smell like a whole bunch of weed. I know, like in Illinois, weed is legal. Okay, I get that, right? But at the same time, they said landlords don't have to rent to you. If you smoke it, there's no specific law. I mean, hood has a law, um, but that's for subsidies. There's no specific law, but guess what? It's an unspoken law. Don't go in there. If, you, if you're going, you're, if you're going to an apartment viewing, you're actually, it's almost like 
you are uh, you're, you're going on a job interview. Would you go on a job interview the same way you would go on a job interview? That's the same way you should go to an apartment interview. Okay. So those are the first three tips. Tip number one: Do not bash the previous landlord. I don't care how how bad they were. Do not bash the previous landlord to the potential landlord. That's tip number one. Tip number two. Nobody is supposed to go to that viewing with you, but the people that are going to be on your lease. And when I say the people that are going to be on your lease, I mean the people that are going to be on that contract, not your boyfriend, not your girlfriend. If they are not on that lease, they shouldn't be going to your apartment viewing because the landlords automatically think that these people are going to be staying there even though you didn't put them on the lease. No not your friends don't go with your friends um sitting in the car waiting on you no go like if if you don't if you don't go to a um if you don't do that when you go to a job interview going to view an apartment is just like a job interview okay it's even it's yeah well they're 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 both important because you need the job you know to pay for the apartment right and then so go to an apartment viewing like you're going to a job interview and you don't take people with you to go to a job interview okay um right so i'm waiting on some questions if you guys have any questions now's the time to put your questions out there because then i'm getting ready to go to tip number four oh tip number three i'm sorry tip number three go presentable Go presentable. Go to see the apartment um, like you're going to a job interview. And I'm not saying put on a suit and this, that, another. I mean, like, I like to dress up. So that's just me. But be clean. Go clean. Don't go smelling like a whole bunch of marijuana. Things like that, right? Be presentable. Brush your teeth. Comb your hair. Be presentable. You know, wash your hands so you don't have any. I mean, just be presentable. I mean, people look at stuff like even having dirt under your nails. I'm not trying to say be phony, but please be presentable when you're going to see apartments. So before I give you, though, the next tip, let me tell you, even people in the middle of an eviction, like you may be in an eviction right now, you can get an apartment with a landlord, with a potential landlord, if you do these, at least these first three things that I'm telling you, and I know you can because I've been getting apartments for people in the middle of evictions for uh, since 2018. It's eight years, August 14, 2018. Okay, Number. so then I'm gonna do another tip. The fourth tip that I want to uh, talk about, you guys. Mm-mm-mm. Don't lie on your application. Don't lie on your application. I know, I know, I know, I know, guys. I, I know people are saying lie on the application. Just another. Try to be as truthful on your application as possible, right? Because you shouldn't be getting an apartment um, if if you make you know two thousand dollars a month. And I know you may need that four bedroom apartment because you know your family size is bigger. But the four bedroom apartment costs fourteen hundred dollars. Don't put yourself in that predicament. Don't live above your means. So, if you have to 
create other income just to get a $1,400 unit, then that means you shouldn't have that unit. Don't put yourself in a predicament just because you want to be comfortable. You have to be uncomfortable sometimes and work your way up to comfort. I mean, what's more uncomfortable than staying with somebody, than staying in a shelter, than living on the streets, right? And a lot of families do that, right? Live with other people. And when you live with other people, we're going to talk about that later, in a shelter, on the streets, you're trying to work, you're trying to get your kids back and forth to school. And it's all un, it's, it all seem impossible because those burdens are hard. Don't lie. If you have to get a two-bedroom apartment, I know your family needs a four-bedroom apartment, but if you have to get a two-bedroom apartment because the two-bedroom is $800, then you get that two-bedroom apartment. It's better than living in a hotel where when you're living in a hotel, that's day-to-day. I know that because I've done it before, right? And living with other people. When you live with other people, you put your kids in danger, yourself, I mean... People are talking about you. You know how it go. And anything you have, they want. They want it. I don't care if you. I don't care if you paid them. As long as you got money, they want that money. And if a person allows you to pay money to live with them with all your kids, let me tell you something. That means they need that money because it's uncomfortable having people live with you. And so, if a person is willing to give up that comfort, I mean, in most cases for some money, then they need that money. So every time you bring in some money or as long as they know you have some money, they're gonna want it. I don't care if you pay them or not, right? Is that more uncomfortable than being in a two bedroom when you really need a four bedroom? No, it's not. I mean, yes, it is. I'm sorry, yes, it is. So if you need a four bedroom, work your way up. Okay, your your salary, I mean, what you bring in a month is $2,000. A two-bedroom is $800. Now you have $1,200 to pay all of your other expenses, right? You know Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, or if you don't know, Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation, we have a financial literacy program where we will help you um, build Um, build your skills up, budgeting skills, so that you can start saving, building your credit. And then the next year, maybe the next year, you'll be able to afford um, a four-bedroom apartment because now, you know, you have a better job or you have more savings. I mean, but you get that that four-bedroom apartment because you want to temporarily be comfortable. And then... Your, your income is $2,000. The four bedroom is $1,400. You have cell phone bills, you have to pay your light bill, you have to pay your gas bill. So if you even need a four bedroom apartment, you probably have three or more children. You have your children's necessities that you have to take care of. I don't know why, but when a person is uh, in a situation the first bill that they don't pay is the rent the biggest bill that's the first bill that they don't pay you guys don't lie on your application and please do not live above your means because when once you can't pay that fourteen hundred dollars 
then you get an eviction, it's going to be harder for you to get the next place. So those are my tips uh, for getting uh, approved for an apartment. And so the name of this show is What Not to Say to a Landlord, to a Potential Landlord. So I gave you four tips. Tip number one, don't go in talking about the previous landlord. Don't do it. Okay. Tip number two. Oh my gosh. I almost, <laughs> I almost forgot the tips. Tip number two, do not any, don't take a whole bunch of people with you to see an apartment because you're getting interviewed. Okay. So I don't care if your friends had to bring you, have them park up the street or something. Don't take everybody. Nobody should be going to see that apartment, but the people that are on that lease. Tip number three, be presentable. You're getting interviewed. So go to an apartment viewing like you are uh, going to a job interview. Not saying be, and, and I'm going to say it again, I'm not saying be phony. I'm saying be presentable. Treat it like you're going to a job interview. And tip number four, do not lie on your application don't live above your means if you have to take a smaller apartment for a year until you can get your weight up then do that at least in that one year you'll have all of you'll have that landlord the landlord that you're with as a reference to get another apartment to get a bigger apartment but if you live above your means you know you get this apartment because you got the, all of this phony income and then you can't really afford the apartment and then you get evicted you're just you know putting yourself deeper in a hole right so this is me and thank you guys for listening to it's time for affordable housing this is the second episode of the fourth season like i said you can find this podcast on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, um and about six or seven other um sites pocket cast radio nami uh radio public i mean I'm, I'm shocked too. I'm like, wow, oh my gosh, this podcast is really going. Um, the other thing that I want to leave you guys with is the GD six-week course. It's it's going very good. I'm so excited for uh, the group of students that we have this time around. We started another six-week course on August 16th. And I'm very, very excited. I popped into the class last night because we do the classes two times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays um, from 6.30 p.m. to 8 uh, p.m. Everything is online. And I popped into uh, the classes. I popped into two of the classes and I was very, very impressed with what I saw going on. I mean, I'm so excited about this group that we have because I know we're going to get a lot of testimonials from this group. However, if you're interested in uh, getting your GED and the reason why we started the GED, six-week GED preparation uh, class is so that people could raise their income potential. Everybody know I've been saying it all over the place. The market rent has risen as much as 25% all over the United States. And so 
we want people to raise their income potential so that they can actually afford this rent increase. So you go to www.theapartmentlady.org, www.theapartmentlady.org if you uh, want to sign up for the GED, the six-week GED preparation. We do, um, we're not going to have another uh, course starting for another five weeks, but you go ahead on and sign up now so that you could be prepared and getting the syllabus and things like that and kind of like knowing where it's, uh, knowing what's going to happen and so forth. So sign up. If you don't have your GED, I don't care how old you are, if you don't have your GED, sign up. Uh, I'm so excited to say we have two people from Africa that signed up. That's so awesome. God is good. All right. This is me. I'm LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady. And thank you for listening to It's Time for Affordable Housing.